Hello, beloved, and welcome back to the Cosmic Corner. This is a solo episode with Iris Moon, um, and I created this episode because I really felt the collective purge that is happening within the throat chakra. I feel that it is really important that we let these purges come up and give grace for them to move through us. The audio that I used for the meditation you'll experience here is from my first Sekhmet circle. Um, it, it is was an eight-week journey through the 13 chakra system and in opening and opening and awakening to Sekhmet's power. Um, Sekhmet is really useful in helping us transform what no longer works for us and what has limited us from our soul resonance. And I think that more often than not, our throats are either hyperactive or underactive due to the fact that many of us have had to live in a sort of way that ensured our survival and safety. And I think that was really just a collective idea and belief that we had to live that way. And many of us did not actually have visions or idols in the sense of uh, someone showing us that you could live in alternate ways. Um, many of us grew up under parents that worked nine to fives and very likely didn't have many role models that could showcase living any other way. Um, so in this episode, uh, there is a very powerful throat chakra healing and transformation with Sekhmet herself. I really hope that this helps and supports you in the transformation and purge because I feel in my heart that there is a great quantum leap that's sitting on the other side of this new moon on August 27th and it is important for us to really align ourselves with our truth so that this quantum reality and this quantum shift can work through us in a way that is aligned for not only us but our soul family. As you can hear, I have my son here. Um, one of these days, I will actually use my podcast <laughs> in, I don't know how to say, like a productive way. But for now, I really like to utilize it in a way 
that gives people free access to the Reiki healing and meditations that I do um, that are pre-recorded so that I can invite them into this sense of themselves or this experience of themselves. So um, I don't really have much to say on this other than what I have already. Um, maybe perhaps one of these days I can create like a whole series uh, on the chakras. But for now, I wanted to get this out so that people had it and they could utilize it um, now. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, I can't wait for you to listen to this and enjoy it for as it is. And until we meet again, I Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today we are going to work with the throat chakra and the ear chakras and I am choosing to bring them together because the throat is um, a mercurial chakra um, and mercury is not just talking, it is also listening. It's really important that we remember that our throat is not just for communication with our own voices, but it's also listening to the communications that are present for us. So people who are clairaudient um, might experience a lot of throat chakra stuff um, because the throat's sense is also hearing. So the throat is connected to the ethers um, and it is connected to the sacral or the womb space um, if you are a womb holder. Um, and it is deeply interconnected with the ability to manifest what we desire in our worlds. And I don't mean just manifest as in manifestation, but I mean really calling in to life everything that is happening within our worlds. So the throat chakra is really about, you know, putting yourself out there and self-expression and uh, showing up as yourself um, because it's deeply interconnected to uh, the intimate parts of ourselves. So today I want to talk about fear, um, and I want to talk about fear from my lens, and also, you know, just kind of share a story. So as most of you know, um, Silas was born with a tongue tie, and for those of you who do not know, I had a free birth and a wild pregnancy, um, meaning I had no doctor visits, um, I didn't work with a midwife or a doula, um, and I had my child, um, just my partner and I, in our homes. Um, and what was interesting about this is that I had no fear um, about bringing a child earthside, except for the fear of tongue tie. Um, there were literally no other fears I had other than him being born with a tongue tie. 
So what's interesting about all of that is because by the end of um, by the end of my pregnancy, I ended up buying a free birthing course, and I did take this course just to kind of educate myself on things that I hadn't thought of, like the cord and um, postpartum care and, you know, just things like that. And in this course, you know, they talked about uh, all these things that, that could potentially go wrong, either in pregnancy or in childbirth, um, including but not limited to gestational diabetes, PKU, um, uh, growth restriction, hypertension, hemorrhage, etc., etc., tears, stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I literally do not think about those things or care about them. <laughs> um, I had had someone tell me that I was gaining too much weight, and so they were concerned I had gestational diabetes, and I was like, eh, no. And I moved on. Um... So what was interesting is that when he was born, I thought that he had a great latch and that he was eating really well, but he was not gaining the weight that I thought he should have um, or assumed that he should have as a healthy child. And so I ended up, you know, going and seeing a lactation consultant and yes, he was tongue-tied. And I was like, wow, in that moment, <clears throat> I really took ownership of creating that reality um, because that was my literal only fear in pregnancy was that he'd be born with a tongue tie and that we'd have to deal with a tongue tie and we would have complications with a tongue tie and that's what happened and so I tell this story not because I feel guilty or I feel shameful at creating this reality but that I take ownership of it. And I feel deeply responsible for creating this experience with my child. Um, and really without guilt, without shame. Um, fear, to me, when, when we have it, um, we create unconsciously from that place. And that doesn't mean that when you have a fear, it will manifest. It doesn't always work that way, um, but it can work that way just in the same way that, you know, you can think, I'm going to win a million dollars off of a scratcher ticket, and you do. Not everyone has that capability, right? So it doesn't, it doesn't always work 100% that way. It really depends on the energetic signatures. Um, but when it comes to fear and creating our reality in fear, it's important that we take ownership of our fears and not give them voice. Um, the next time I go into pregnancy and the next time I go into childbirthing, I am literally going to choose to fear nothing. Because then I can be really open and receiving to what comes next. Um, I had other fears in pregnancy, but they weren't related to my child or my body or my ability to give birth. Um, I had no fear whatsoever that I would be able to give birth. Although I will say for those of us, you know, who have had children in this space that 
childbirth was a lot more painful than I expected it to be and a lot more dehydrating. And I say that because I was like, I was like, you know, I know how to eat, I know how to drink, I know how to have stamina. And in childbirth, I was like, whoa, I have no pain tolerance. And that's really not true. Um, I'm covered head to toe in tattoos. I've, you know, I've sat with excruciating needles for eight to ten hours at a time. Like, I know how to handle pain. Um, but in childbirth, you know, you go through this whole different ordeal, this whole, like, different euphoria and you go into the depths of yourself and you find someone there and what I found for me was all my shadows that I hadn't really processed before childbirth so again this is not everyone's um you know everyone's experience but this was my experience and it's important for the throat because I'm being prompted by spirit to share fear um, like this stuff that's happening with the fire, there was never any fear in my heart. Um, only because a time before this, I did have fear. We did have another fire break out um, that wasn't far from our house and I was in a panic and I was totally useless. And so after that moment, I was like, okay, I cannot be in a panic. Like I can't do that again. So when this one happened, I chose to not be in fear because um, I wanted to deeply be in trust. And why am I bringing this up for the throat chakra? Well, because I think a lot of things that limit our ability to express ourselves and to be ourselves and to embody our deepest and highest frequencies is fear. Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment fear of betrayal, um, fear of persecution, fear, fear, fear. Uh, we fear our own power. We fear our ability. We fear our success. And these fears are, um, they can be very much taken seriously on a note. Like, they are valid, but they aren't what we should be listening to. They aren't what we should be fostering. Um, fear in our hearts and our minds and our psyches um, has really taken over in a way that's not life-saving. Um, like in other times, you know, maybe we feared uh, a bear eating us or, um, you know, some someone robbing us on the Silk Road. I don't know. Those were fears that prompted us to take certain actions in order to equip ourselves. But now, there's just so much that we fear psychologically, I feel that it is crippling us. And so, it is important that as just humans in general, we really allow ourselves to not live in fear. Um, and that doesn't mean that, you know, fears won't arise or you won't experience fear, but that when fear comes up, you hold that fear and you say, thank you. I hear you. And I'm also going to choose not to believe you in this moment. So I'm talking about this really because I think it's important to talk about when it comes to our self-expression and our self-embodiment and our creativity. 
um, because we can be so uh, sabotaging. We can choose to criticize ourselves and condemn ourselves, and we can absolutely stop our fullest potential just based on unconscious or unresolved, unprocessed patterns and behaviors. And so when it comes to the throat, when it comes to listening, we have to really be able to trust what we're hearing and what we're saying and also what we're doing. Um, because if we are, you know, making decisions based on ooh, a wavering belief, then we can't even really allow those decisions to manifest in its fullest expression because we haven't chosen to embody the person that makes that choice. It's just the same as when we're listening to spirit and we're being guided by spirit. If we are choosing to um, be afraid of the messages that we are receiving from spirit, then we will not be able to act on them in the same way than if we were like, oh, that's spirit. I'm here in spirit right now. I know. We move differently when we are in trust. When we are choosing to be in trust, we walk with a different energy. So in this, um, in this session, um, there is something around fear that we deeply need to clear within the throat. Because fear will not allow us to live a radically sovereign life. If we are still in fear, we are giving our energy to something else. And in order to truly manifest and create the lives that we deeply desire, we must be in radical trust um, and choosing our sovereignty, choosing our inner knowing, choosing our inner compass. Um, so when it comes to, you know, being a sacred leader, which would likely mean that you are also... Um, how do you say, uh, I want to say the word outcast, but it's not right. You're probably going to be someone that sticks out um, because uh, there are a lot of sacred leaders that are rubbing up against people's unconscious fears, unconscious or unresolved traumas, and this is very triggering. Um, so there's a lot of potential for people who uh, are sacred leaders in their heart and in their spirit and in their mission that will not fit in with the status quo. And you cannot be in fear of your role and also embodying it at the same time. It just doesn't work. So you can be half in, half out, or you can be you know, full in and then drop out, or you can just choose not to entirely fill it at all. Um, and so if you feel that you are looking to embody this role that you know goes against what is natural or quote-unquote normal to the people around you, um, 
then you have to face your fear of potentially being abandoned or rejected or um, removed from certain circles. And Sekhmet really thrives in those scenarios. Um, Sekhmet really enjoys removing toxic paradigms from our world um, that includes people places and things so if you're working with Sekhmet which we are then you are allowing this great cosmic transformation to happen um, there was just another point that came into my mind give me just a minute Um, there was something else that wanted to be talked about. Mm -hmm. Just let it come to me for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yes, thyroid. So... Another major part of our healing tonight is working with our thyroid, which, you know, creates balance with our hormonal system, which is ultimately the um, caliber for our nervous system. Um, we really need to focus on allowing our nervous system to feel safe, to really embody these creations that we deeply desire and also the stuff that we are looking to fulfill in our worlds. And um, if our nervous system feels like we are going to be eaten by a bear when we embody these things, then we will not be able to sustain them. Um, so... It's important that we create uh, spaces for ourselves to repattern and rewire our nervous systems. And I hope that this healing and all of the healings that we have done are a safe space for nervous system recalibration. Um, today specifically, I am going to work with the nervous system and the thyroid and also the etheric body of the throat and ears. Excuse me. So, um, without further ado, I guess I will stop talking and we will begin our um, Reiki. Begin just to come into this space through some slow, deep inhalations. Drawing in a big deep breath in through your nose, up into your pineal gland, down through your throat, and into your two lungs. Release whenever you are ready. Beginning to just drop into this space through your breath through your presence, through your willingness to be here now.
I invite you to begin to allow yourself to be deeply present now. Allowing anything that is not of this moment, that's not of this experience, to just slowly fade away. giving yourself permission to completely drop into wherever you are, whatever you are experiencing, feeling the depths of your own body today. I invite you to begin bringing bigger, deeper breaths into your lungs now. And releasing with your mouth any sounds that wish to come out. Ah. Just giving yourself full permission to open that throat, to allow those sounds to really come out. <sighs> For some reason, I feel like some of you might need to shake your hands a little bit, maybe shake your shoulders, shake your head. Just allow yourself to really let these emotions, let these feelings, let these sounds, let these sensations come up into your throat and out. <sighs> if you wish to make the Kali face, you are more than welcome to stick your tongue out and breathe. <sighs> Really just allowing yourself to be that untamed essence of your unbridled emotions in this safe space. And just really allowing anything that you might not have allowed up and out to really process and clear through your throat.
here in this space, I will begin to ask Sekhmet to come forward. Anaktarak Sekhmet, great mother healer, opener of the way, keeper of the divine law, the awakener, the enlightener, the overcomer of enemies, Dua Sekhmet. Thank you for healing our minds, our hearts, our bodies, and our spirits. Dua Sekhmet, thank you for removing all evil and toxins from within and around us. Thank you for sharing your healing light with us and all whom we are connected to. Thank you for healing our friends, our family, and our community. We ask that you restore Ma'at to our lives now. We ask that you restore Ma'at to the planet once again. Destroy the wicked plots and plans that are made against your children. Protect us from all hurt and harm. Let us overcome our enemies. Rise us up so that we may move forward in the light of Ma'at. Dua Sekhmet, Dua Nechuru, Ashe, Amen, Ra, Ma'at. We ask you to be present with us, Sekhmet, in this healing of our throat, of this opening of our throat, of this clearing of our ear chakras today. We ask that you hold us in this sacred space. We ask that you hold us here in the still point of our consciousness to allow for anything that does not serve the way that we express ourselves, the way that we create our lives, the way that we embody our highest self, and the way that we listen to really be transformed in this session. Sekhmet, we ask that you remove the toxin, toxic or toxin, um, within our words, within our ears, what we hear. We ask that you purify our throat and our ears to make them holy again. Sekhmet, I ask that you really teach us this week how to speak in right relation. We ask that you teach us how to hear right words. We ask that you really help us anchor in the sacred law of not speaking in anger, not speaking in fear. And we ask that this week you really deeply support us in this transformation of our throat, of our ears, so that we may tune ourselves into divine intelligence. We ask that you use our, our ability to create, to create divine intelligence. We ask that you use us to really embody that sacred leadership role that we desire to really embody. And we ask that you fill every cell, every molecule, and every atom of our beings with the divine knowing that we know exactly what to say because we are listening. We hear. <sighs> Thank you, Sekhmet. Thank you for listening to us. 
I invite you now in this space to just offer anything that you may wish to give her. That can be physically, that can be emotionally, it can be spiritually. Maybe perhaps there's something that you really deeply struggle with when it comes to your communications and I invite you to really just give it up to her in this space now. Totally allowing yourself to really embody the sacred words that you know are divinely appropriate for you. Here in this space, we begin to just open the throat chakra now. We begin to open the still point now. We begin to open the ears now. And I ask that the healing frequency of Sekhmet begin just to really deeply flow into the ears and the throat now. Almost making this why within your head. Maybe noticing the luminescent pearl of your throat chakra coming out to greet you. Really just beginning to peel back the layers of this throat now. Opening yourself to a deeper sense of your throat. And maybe really just becoming deeply apparent of the way that your throat and your thyroid and your lymph nodes really feel today. 
and I invite you, if you feel comfortable, to say out loud, Yes, Sekhmet, I agree to this healing. I agree to this transformation. And beginning to just feel the layers of your throat opening back, opening back, opening back. Almost as if these pieces of your throat are just beginning to fall off. Maybe realizing that you have had certain protections around the throat. Sekhmet is beginning to peel back any layer or layers that have stopped you from speaking your truth. She begins to remove any energetic barriers that may have told you it is unsafe to speak authentically, to tell your truth, to tell the truth from your perspective. And she invites you now to notice what fear is arising as she removes these layers. But do not fret. She already sees them in the energy field, so she is plucking them out from your energy body to really allow for you to embody this next level of truth. So you may begin to feel these little pieces coming up in your energy field like bubbles or the way that she's showing them to me is like acupuncture points. And it's like, it's almost as if there's these like little needles that are in the field and she's pulling them out. She invites you to not get wrapped up into the story of them. To not worry so much about the fear itself. There's the story of the fear. Because even that is just another story. Another thing that you're telling yourself. I'm afraid because of this. I'm afraid because of that. I'm afraid because I've experienced hurt. I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z. (sighs) Release the need to know the story. 
She's asking you right now in this healing to absolutely release the need to know the story. This is all just mental processing. And in the quantum realm, we do not have space for that. The mind is about in the fourth dimensional time space. The quantum is beyond that. You cannot step into the quantum with your mind and expect to figure it out. That's not how it works. Sekhmet, with your permission, you listening, I ask that you release all fears in all time, all space, all reality, and all dimension connected to being authentically yourself. Sekhmet, with your permission, you listening, I ask that you remove the fear of rejection or abandonment when it comes to being 100% connected to your truth, your reality. I ask that Sekhmet release any fear or worry that you might seem crazy to other people. I ask that Sekhmet open and release any multidimensional obstacle that might exist within being authentically you. When I ask that this healing now begin to go into the sacral chakra. And not so much to focus on this, but to connect that microcosmic orbit between the sacral and the throat now. So really just beginning that open circle from the throat to the sacral. Really just allowing this healing to happen in the throat and in the sacral. I ask that as this is being activated, I ask that your full nervous system begin to receive its energetic healing as well.
coming into that place of safety within the nervous system. And really just allowing the nervous system to unwind around these fears. I ask that Sekhmet begin to fill your nervous system, your throat, your sacral, and your holy waters with the codes and the frequencies that you need in order to feel safe in expressing who you truly are. I ask that Sekhmet begin to fill you with the codes and the frequencies that help you feel safe when it comes to expressing yourself. She invites you now to create images in your mind in which you may have already experienced or you may be creating now. And these images that you're creating in your mind are spaces in which you have been totally and wholly received in your embodied highest self. Maybe people who have totally gotten you or didn't think you were crazy or really celebrated your unique genius. I want you to create that in your mind now as we begin to anchor those frequencies into your nervous system now. If you need to move, please do so. I am definitely moving.
If you would like to bring another image into your mind now, please do so. And really just feeling this frequency beginning to really anchor into that nervous system now. Anchor into the sacral. Bringing harmonic resonance to your throat and your sacral now. She invites you to release the burden that is on the back of your neck and your shoulders. She asks that you really drop this story that you're not going to be accepted, that you're not going to be held, you're not going to be celebrated, that it's unsafe. All those experiences that you have gone through, which have anchored that, have been a distortion. As you come into your truth, as you come into your embodied self, you may begin to rub against people. And that is naturally what happens when you are clearing the world around you. So she invites you to let go of the need to stay in suffering about that. Maybe anywhere that you might have received rejection for yourself, anywhere that you might be holding on to the stories of, I'm bad, I'm not lovable, I'm not able to be myself without being hurt. It's time that you give those, those feelings, those stories, those experiences up to segment now. And listen, she says, listen when I move you. Listen when I move your head, when I move your body. When I rearrange the world around you, listen, she says. So with that, we'll bring this healing now up into the ears. You may begin to feel this drain happen within your ears. You simply cannot listen to others if you cannot listen to yourself. So first, I invite Sekhmet to release anywhere in which you frequently sabotage your own listening abilities. 
I ask that Sekhmet really deeply, big time, support you in transforming the spaces in which you give up your self-sovereignty to other people. Anywhere in which you allow the opinions and the thoughts and the feelings of other people sway your truth. This doesn't mean that you need to be rigid, but if you are frequently listening to other people and allowing their truth to become your own, I'm inviting Sekhmet to really release those frequencies. To release anywhere in which you are giving yourself up. You definitely can hold several truths at once, but you cannot hold any truths of your own if you do not know when to hold on to your truth. So you may just begin to feel that clearing in your ears now. I ask that Sekhmet really just remove any places in which you allow yourself to be easily swayed by others. Anywhere in which you decide to change your thoughts based on what is happening around you. And I ask that Sekhmet really begin to fill you with whatever you need in this moment now to honor yourself enough to know when to stand in your ground, to stand in your truth, and when to be flexible. When to be teachable. We so often look to guides and gurus and healers in order to really deeply find our truth, but the best ones will simply reflect back unto you. There's no single person outside of you that can tell you your truth. And until you accept that truth, it will be really hard for you to hold the truths of others. Sacred, sovereign, respected, loved, cherished. This is why we get defensive when people's truths rub up against their truth. Hmm. Hmm. 
She says something along the lines of, That's not true, you may be thinking, when other people come up with conflicting truths. And yes, that's correct, it's not true for you. But it is true for them. And you cannot dissuade people from their truth if they are not willing to be open to other sides of truth. Hmm. So she invites you to return your energy back into here now. Rather than spending so much time trying to explain your truth to others, trying to help other people learn the truth, she invites you to begin just to simply foster your truth, to share your truth, to drop your arguing, to drop the need to tell other people the truth, but to simply express it in a way that is not attached to how it lands, to who receives it, but to simply embody the truth. She invites you to be deeply convicted of your own energy, of your own higher self. And you begin now to call forward your higher self consciousness into your ears, into your throat, into your sacral, really to anchor within the body now. Listening compassionately to yourself listening lovingly to yourself. Sekhmet invites you to notice where you talk to yourself negatively. And to notice where you listen to those conversations as truth. She invites you to really become deeply conscious of your self-talk and to focus your energy on listening.
she just allows the space for healing now. Just inviting you to bring up any opinions about yourself, any thoughts or feelings you might have about yourself that you've listened to for far too long and offering them back unto her. And now she invites you to step into silence. To really do your best in this moment. To just allow for quiet. She reminds you that the space of quietness is the place of all creation. This is the seed in which our manifestations begin to sprout. And those thoughts that you have about yourself are self-fulfilling prophecies. So come into quietness. And as any negative thoughts or opinions come up about yourself, just simply say that's not true. I don't subscribe to that anymore. Begin to watch your life radically alter.
sec mat. Please fill all of those listening to this audio with the codes and the frequencies that they need in order to hear their most loving and compassionate self. Sekhmet, I ask that you please transform inner anger for this self into loving kindness. Sekhmet, I ask that you help each and every one of us in this sacred space to remember the power of our own words, whether we are using them for ourselves or for others. I ask that you remind us how truly powerful we are at creating what we deeply desire through our words, through our thoughts, through our deep listening skills. I ask that you make our thoughts, our words, and our actions of divine accordance. I ask that you hold us sacred as we transform old thoughts, old habits, old patterns. And I ask that you really hold this space for us, protecting our family, protecting the people around us through our transformation. Sekhmet, I ask that you give us small increments of practicing our truth so that our nervous system will begin to handle this transformation gracefully. I ask that you give us sweet, sweet opportunities to practice our truth so that our nervous system will remember that it's safe. There's no bear looking to eat us. And as we do this, we anchor the divine laws. Hetep, Mer, Pata, Nacharu, Ankh, 
Honk. Honk. Ra. Pata. Macharu. Katap. Mar. Ra. Macharu. Kem. Ast. Ank. Hatap. Mar. Sakem. 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 Ashe Amen Ram At You may begin to just slowly come back into your body, come back into your space. Beginning to breathe deeply and gently into your chest. Into your lungs and in your own time you may come back if you feel called you can read the 42 laws of Maat at this time it was advised to allow you to come back into your own space after this powerful transformation and transmission she wishes to give. Thank you. <laughs>